This radio program is PG-13. Parents strongly caution some material may be inappropriate for children under the age of 13. The following program is sponsored by Michael W. Smith. The views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. Arizona, Phoenix, Brother Mike back on the radio. Welcome to HardGrowChristianity.com. Thanks for tuning in to the program. Today's Bible study. Ahab, the spoiled brat of Israel. Hey, will you call somebody and tell them the radio program's on? This Bible study is nuts. You ain't going to believe this. Got another good one for you today. This is Brother Mike. I am the uh, professional counselor at the Arizona Deliverance Center. Been a counselor for over 40 years. Been on the radio for 21 years. Just had my anniversary this month. Yeah. If you go to website, hardcorechristianity.com, you'll see all of our ministry services. We have a Zoom service for the ladies on Monday, a Zoom service for everyone on Wednesday, healing and deliverance at both of those Zoom services. We have live services every um, Thursday and Friday, uh, preaching, teaching, healing, and deliverance at both of those services. I have a podcast every Sunday morning at 9 o'clock. It's on twitch.tv. All you got to do is go to that, that website and then put in HCCADC, and uh, we can be together at 9 o'clock. Have some shut-ins that join me on that program. That's great. Um, if you need to see a professional counselor, you can do so at the Deliverance Center. We have a, several counselors on staff. Give me a call, 602-636-5800, or send me an email. Mike at HardcoreChristianity.com. Don't forget about our children's deliverance service in March. Ahab, the Hebrew word Ahab. Ahab, it means uncle. Ahab was the son of Amri. He was the seventh king of Israel. You're looking at like B.C. 900 and something. He married Jezebel, who was the daughter of another king, the king of Tyre. Ethabal, also pronounced Ethbaal, for Baal, the false god. He was an idol worshiper. And uh, Jezebel and Ahab were raised by parents who spoiled them. They were spoiled. Ahab had been raised spoiled, and um, he was the seventh king of Israel. And he loved architecture. Uh, He lived in an ivory house. Yeah, he built himself an ivory temple to live in. He built uh, numerous cities in Israel. He loved architecture. He was spoiled and always got his way from the time he was a kid. And as you know, people that are spoiled, they grow up undisciplined many times. Uh, They grow up self-centered, some of them narcissists, many times. There's exceptions, of course. And uh, in 1 Kings chapter 21, we see Ahab losing his mind because he, you know, never had to work for anything in his life. He always had everything handed to him. And so he kept sinning and sinning and sinning. See, when you don't have any discipline and you don't have to work for anything, the natural result of that is living out of the lust of the flesh and sinning. 
So Ahab, very similar to Solomon, raised, spoiled, given everything, raised to be hardcore, wicked, evil sinners. Ahab and Solomon are two perfect examples. King Saul, another example. He's raised, spoiled by his family. He became an evil, wicked sinner. Now, not everybody who's raised with all the benefits of life uh, becomes a narcissist or is self-centered or an egomaniac. You know, for example, Absalom uh, wasn't. But if you look at King, 1 Kings chapter 21, um, you see the story of Naboth. And Ahab uh, sees a vineyard right near his property. He's got numerous homes all through Israel, but this one, he, this house he really likes, and he wants to have the vineyard next to his property, but Naboth won't give it to him. And Ahab offered to pay him and offered to give him a bunch of money and offered him to give him a better vineyard and so on. And Naboth told him, no, you know the story, right? First Kings chapter 21. Well, Naboth was simply obeying the Lord because in Israel, Jehovah had told the families, you are to keep your land as your inheritance to pass on to your descendants, Leviticus 25, Numbers 36. So Naboth, not wanting to give up his vineyard because it was in his family and that God had told him to keep it, he told Ahab, no, he couldn't have it. He wasn't going to sell it. He wasn't going to trade it. Well, Ahab pitched a fit and started to whine and moan because he's so used to getting everything. When you tell him no, he freaks. He freaks out and he goes into a pity party. He starts starts uh, sucking his thumb and he can't eat. He's in bed and he's sick because somebody told him no. See, when you haven't been told no your entire life, when somebody tells you no, you freak. You, you, you don't know how to handle it. You feel like you're emotionally destroyed. You feel like you're rejected. You're, you feel like your low self-esteem is now skyrocketing. You haven't had to work for anything. You're basically a gutless loser propped up by your rich family or family of royalty. And Ahab couldn't take a no. Naboth gave him a no based on the word of the Lord. And Ahab said, I'm going to go home and whine and then I'm going to suck my thumb. Well, Jezebel finds out about it. As she comes to the ivory castle, she says, why is your spirit so sad? Why aren't you eating any bread? He says, but he tells her the story. Hey, I spoke to, to Naboth, you know, the Jezreelite, and he won't give me his vineyard. I told him I'd give him money. I told him I'd pay him whatever he wanted. I told him I'd give him another vineyard for it. But he will not give it to me. And Jezebel can't believe it because he's sitting there whining sucking his thumb, pitching a fit, and his narcissism crashed. So now he's got low self-esteem and self-hatred manifesting in the soul. And he, and he can't eat. He's sick to his stomach. He can't eat. Well, Jezebel, as you know, says, I'll fix this for you. Because she was raised like Ahab. She's a king's daughter. She was given everything and anything she wanted. 
and she lived out of the lust of her flesh to the absolute max. She was a uh, sexual predator. She was a chronic fornicator, a filthy idolater. She hated Jehovah and everything he stood for. So Jezebel says, I'll get that land for you. So the Bible says that she uh, phonied up a bunch of letters and signed Ahab's name to it, right? Then she found uh, a group of people who would hold a trial for Naboth. And she said, call two witnesses to the trial to testify against Naboth. Make sure they're the sons of Belial, which is another term for Satan. And they do. They set up a, you know, a fake tribunal and the two sons of Satan come and testify. And they said, you blasphemed God and the king. Well, that did it. The sentence was carried out and Naboth was hauled out and stoned to death. And he died. They didn't even bother bury the guy. They left him on a heap of stones and the dogs were eating his body. The dogs were eating his body. Jesse comes back to Ahab and says, hey, go ahead and take possession of the vineyard. Naboth is dead. Then when Jehovah saw that happen, he goes to the great prophet Elijah. He tells him what happened. He said, arise and go down to meet Ahab, king of Israel in Samaria, in the vineyard of Naboth. Ahab couldn't wait to get that vineyard. He ran over there and possessed it. So Elijah comes comes there and finds him on Naboth's property. He speaks to him, quote, thus says the Lord, have you killed and taken possession? In the place of where dogs lick the blood of Naboth, shall dogs lick your blood. I will make your house like the house of Jeroboam and the son the son of Nebah, and like the house of Basha, like the, the son of Ahijah, for the provocation you provoked me to anger and made Israel sin. See, when the king sinned, the whole nation of Israel sinned because the king was responsible for the nation of Israel. Then Elijah said to him, of Jezebel also, says the Lord, the dog shall eat Jezebel by the wall of Jezreel. Now you notice there that the same judgment was pounded on Ahab that he pounded on Naboth. And then in 1 Kings 21, I want to leave you with this encouraging note today. If you're struggling with guilt or shame or sin, listen to this carefully. When King Ahab heard the words of Elisha, he rent his clothes, put sackcloth on his flesh, and fasted, and lay in sackcloth and ashes. The word of the Lord came to Elijah the prophet, and he said, quote, See how Ahab humbles himself before me? Because he humbles himself before me, I will not bring evil in his days. In his son's days will I bring the evil upon his house. Elijah went back and told him, and boy, he was thrilled. 
What's the point of this story? Well, there's a thousand of them, but the point I want to leave with you now, if you have failed or sinned or screwed up really bad, okay, you probably have not screwed up or sinned or transgressed the laws of God as bad as Ahab. You probably haven't murdered somebody and fed them to wild dogs. And guess what? Ahab humbled himself and you can humble yourself and be forgiven and get a brand new start and get more in 2024. If God forgave Ahab, who did not have the blood of Jesus, God will surely forgive you because you have the blood of Christ and the cross of Calvary and mercy from God that Ahab never knew and never understood. You have it and you can be forgiven even though you have committed horrible sins and you have failed horribly. Your Heavenly Father loves you and wants to forgive you now. See you next time. The views expressed on this program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program was sponsored by Michael W. Smith.